0: How are you doing, it's a Friday evening, we're running a little bit late tonight, I do apologise but we are up and running, we are live, this is the second edition of the Arsenal Women's Show. Good evening. This over and over and over again the Arsenal podcast. And this is the Arsenal Women's Show. It's the second week um of this show. Last week was a great show to so kick it all off and this week for more chat about the Arsenal women, the WSL and that kind of stuff. We've got I've got the panel back again, a couple of familiar faces from last week and the new guest as well. So we've got Andreas back again um
1: this week. How you doing, Matt? Are you okay? Hello, yeah, I'm fine. Good evening, everybody.
0: Yep, great, fantastic. Good. glad that you're about uh, you're okay. Um we've got a first timer again this week. It's actually Amar. How are you doing, Matt? You okay? Yeah, not
2: too bad, just not, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Good to see you guys.
0: Excellent. Thanks for joining the show. And of course as well, he's back again. He was on last week. It's Matt as well. How are you this week, Matt? Are you okay? Hi, I'm good. Thanks, Richard. How are you? Yeah, not too bad at all. It's been it's been quite a, a, a busy week, actually, The international break in the men's football, but it's been a really busy week for the women as we will come on to a couple of big games that we've played and a few other bits and pieces as well. So it's going to be um, a really uh, a really busy show. We've got a comment in the chat already from Rajendra. He watches a lot of the watch-alongs as well. He says that um, he actually missed last week's show, but he's here for today. That's great. I'm, hopefully you'll enjoy it as well. Uh, he says... Um, got some nice music better than others yeah well i mean it's it's this little bit of music to get the show going Mm -hmm. it's always uh it's what we like to hear um i mean obviously it's been a busy week for the Arsenal women as we know um and i suppose it's a bit difficult to know exactly where to start with all the stuff that's gone on but i thought perhaps maybe the best place to start was perhaps this So, yeah, those listening on Spotify, that was uh, an image there of uh, Vivienne Meyer scoring a hundredth goal for the club, which, comes last night in the uh, Champions League um, playoff game. A fantastic uh, performance from her again. A hundred goals in, I think, 110 appearances, isn't yeah. it? Something like that. It's a yeah. mad, mad goal-scoring record. I mean, what a player she is. I mean, I don't really know what more greatness we can say about her. I mean, Andreas, what are your thoughts on her reaching that milestone and, do you think she's going to stay beyond this season? That's, I suppose that's a big question, isn't it?
1: Well, that's the question everybody poses at the moment. Yeah, I think uh, I read uh, somewhere from uh, Jonas that he said everybody in the club wants her to re-sign a new contract. Uh, and they are working on it. But uh, he also understands uh, her standing, that she says she wants to see how the season develops uh, and, and how competitive the team is. I think that's the point. She won't sign in the next two, three months. She she will wait how it develops. Uh, if we can compete for the title and for for one of the cups, maybe uh, we can convince her to stay. It, it would yeah, be she's she's only twenty five, so the world is open. She can go anywhere: Barcelona, Lyon, Paris. I don't think she will return to Germany. Uh, mm-hmm. She was not too satisfied there and it will depend uh what what is with lisa True. I, I yeah. they, they will they will depart they no they will go together either they stay at arsenal what i hope or they go together but lisa is is not as good as with okay who is as good as with <laughs> <laughs>
0: no i mean you're right and i do think that if, if um, Viv was to move uh, to a different country, you'd imagine that Lisa would go as well to the yeah. same country. Hopefully, um, if Lisa's happy to stay in England, that might convince Viv maybe to stay as well. That's what we've got to hope. I mean, if she's happy at West Ham, um, it's local yeah. anyway, you know, maybe that might work out best for everybody. But I agree. I think she's going to wait and see how competitive yeah. we are. Maybe how we do in the Champions League as well, whether we can really yeah. compete in that competition. And if we do, then that may convince her that this is the place for her. Uh, for hopefully, the rest of her career because I mean, mm-hmm. if, if she does go, it's impossible to replace a player like that, isn't it? That's, no, that's, 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 yeah. that's the big problem that we've got, isn't it? I mean, anyone would have you know, she's probably the greatest player ever to play in the women's game, possibly certainly mm-hmm. up there in, in the top two or three without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, Abel, mm-hmm. what are your kind of thoughts on the hundred reaching a hundred goals so quickly? I mean, that's an amazing achievement, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean it's phenomenal, mate. <clears throat> I uh, actually do go and watch her from time to time, but when I because I'm a member, I go to Boramwood quite often. But uh, even when I don't, and uh, I'm thinking like, how did the defense stop her? How do the opposition defense stop her? She's just gonna. She just. They must have nightmares about how to <laughs> how to defend against her. And uh, I mean, when uh, <clears throat> when when they've come up against her on the pitch, I mean the. the so half the time she just throws her plans out and blows them out of the wall straight away. And, you know, it's just that ability, it's that camaraderie she has with her teammates. And that's why she's able to cause them so many problems, the opposition.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, she's quite unusual in the sense that um, she's such a great goal scorer. Yeah. But she also plays quite deep as well. Sometimes she's in her own mm-hmm. half on the pitch. She comes to get the ball and she links the play and for someone yeah, who scores that many goals, it's quite yeah. unusual, isn't it, to, to play that deep as well. So it just shows what yeah, a great all round footballer she is. She's not just a goal scorer, as great yeah, a goal scorer yeah. as she is. She's just a fantastic all-round footballer, isn't she? She could play pretty yeah, much do. any position, I think, yeah,
2: as well. Link's up the play beautifully as well. Hasn't
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, she does. She gets assists as well. I mean, we will we'll talk about the Chelsea game, the great assist she got in that game as well. So yeah I, mean, yeah, I mean, what an unbelievable player. We've been lucky, lucky to have her. I mean, Matt, you must uh, you must enjoy uh, watching Viv played for us and um and what what can you say about 100 goals it's just amazing achievement
3: isn't it yeah it's and I think the fact that she brings a whole lot of different it's not the usual box to box sort of striker or sorry fox in the box sort of striker yeah. like Thierry Henry was she's an all-rounder she can put she can assist she's uh, very technical she's uh, willing to shoot from outside the box she it's a huge achievement if she was in the arsenal team, uh, the men's team at the moment and, and yeah. she scored that in that amount of time everyone would be um pro- probably um I can't I don't know what was the best analogy would be um they'll probably be queue uh, Q about a mile long trying to find out what, who wants to sign him first and probably yeah, be yeah,
1: about
3: yeah. A, a record signing as well she's just so brilliant and I'm glad to see her play when we can so, uh, if she does decide to go, it'll probably be on her terms, and kind of have to accept that. But she'll, if she does leave, it'll be. for, I think she'll probably leave with a testimony If I'm honest, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, I think I think we're all hoping that that she does sign yeah. another contract and stays a longer. Yeah. You know, because you know, as I said before, how can you replace a player like that? She's so important to what we want to achieve as a team, and. If there's any way that um, that Jonas can convince her to stay, it's got to be to let her make her... I mean, she probably understands anyway, but really understand how important she is to the success of the team. And the team will be successful if mm-hmm. she's there. <laughs> and it's got less likely to be successful if she leaves. I mean, that's the bottom line, isn't it? I think that's what it comes down to. She's that good a player. You know, yeah. almost works on her own. She can... You know, she can win us games. She has done plenty of times. And, you know, last night was perhaps an example of that, wasn't it? Because it looked like we wasn't going anywhere. And she ends up scoring a hat trick in 12 minutes. And suddenly we win the game 4-0. And it's happy days. And as Rajandra says, I don't know if you guys have watched a watch along. I couldn't stay till the end because I had something on. Um, And I went off at 0-0. And literally within two minutes we'd scored and ended up scoring 4 at the end. I was a bit disappointed about that. But anyway, um, (laughs) it's just the way way it goes, isn't it? Um, And Sentiment FC there says, hello, how are you doing yet? Good to see her. And Regina again says her speed has improved as the league is getting more competitive. Yeah, I think our all-round game's improved. It's improving every season, isn't it? And he says that the first goal was brilliant. It was. It was. I mean, I thought all the goals were. The
2: good they thing were. about
0: Vivi, she scores different types of goals, doesn't she? Yeah. Not, you know, she, 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 does, yeah. she scores goals where she runs through, the, like the goal against Chelsea. She gets goals like that. She gets tappings from close range. She just gets all types of goals. Bodies that one against Tottenham last season, for example. Oh, yeah. just all different types of goals, and they're all brilliant. And it just, you know, I, I don't think we, I think we're not really going to understand exactly how great she is maybe until she has left and you look back. Like a like lot, we probably do now with Thierry Henry with the men's team. We probably took it for granted a little bit when he played. I think we almost take it for granted with Viv because she's, yeah. she's just so oh, good, isn't she? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, unfortunately, we are maybe going to have to face the fact that she may well not be with us next season. It's going to be difficult mm-hmm. to, to to get our heads around that, isn't it? But hopefully, if we have a good season, we, we you know we're challenging for the league title and we're exactly. doing well in Europe, it might convince her to sign a contract and stay and see hopefully the next three or four years out with us, which would be um, which will be brilliant. We'll get, I mean, we've all probably had the best years out of already. I know she's like you said, she's only twenty five, but. Yeah you know, is she going to get a lot better than she is now? I'm not sure if she can, can she? I mean, she's pretty much at the top level as it is
1: now.
0: It's hard to to improve from that, isn't it? But I mean, fantastic achievement. I say 110 games, 100 goals in, you know, what is, you know, one of the top leagues in women's football, top level as well. It's just, it is amazing really. And, and as and as matt said if if she played for the men's team she'd be you know there'd be 200 million pound bids coming in right left and center wouldn't there you know she'd be talked about in the <laughs> same way that ronaldo's talked about and messi and players like that wouldn't she because that's what she's that equivalent for the women isn't she you know and people might think it's an exaggeration but it's not you know you look at her goal scoring record in her whole career she's got like 300 goals in her career including international yeah. she's 25 years old i mean you know i don't know how many goals ronaldo would score when he was 25 but it could <laughs> have been similar sort of numbers to that wouldn't it you would imagine
3: she's uh, also the highest uh for uh, for the netherlands team as well isn't she something Yeah. Like, really. is it 60 okay, goals or something 18
1: like that or
0: something, yeah. yeah no exactly so you know her, her goal scoring record is it's unparalleled really for someone of her age in in the women's yeah. game and i say it would be it must be up there with sort of Ronaldo sort of numbers when he was yeah. that age and Messi possibly it's just incredible and the fact that she plays for Arsenal sometimes you yeah, you know I say you almost don't it, um you have to pinch yourself sometimes to say we've got probably the best player in the world playing for our for our club and our team yeah. and we get to see her every week and um it is fantastic and let's hope that it's going to be more than just this season now we're going to get yeah, from this
2: hopefully yeah. yeah that's good yeah there's a sign his the contract yeah
0: yeah, we just need to hope that the season goes as well as it started. If we carry on in the sort of form that we've done, I don't yeah. think there's any anything reason why she'd want to leave. Um, but, you know, I know it's not always that simple, is it? Um, and Rajandra again in the chat says yeah, uh, uh, she's got seven years ahead of her. But yeah, she, <laughs> if she stays fit, she might well have more than seven years, possibly. We'll more than seven, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if she keeps herself fit at that level, then yeah, I mean, it would be brilliant, wouldn't it, if she played them seven years at Arsenal. Imagine how many goals she'd end up with. She finishes her career at Arsenal. She, you know, you are looking at 300 oh. goals. Well, maybe it right? would, yeah,
2: That'd absolutely.
0: It'd be, be brilliant. But um, let, let's, hope, let's hope and see. I know there's a long way to go and we'll see what happens. But, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think good. we could have started the show tonight any other way without paying tribute uh, to what, who i say probably is the greatest player ever to play in the WSL, I think. I can't think of anyone else on Definitely. Probably in world, in world women's world football, actually. Oh, you know? No, know, no, It's yeah. uh incredible, so brilliant, um, achievement for her already. And let's hope she can get to 200 goals, you know, another, <laughs> another, another four or five years down the line. She probably gets <laughs> that'd be great. I mean, Thierry on obviously got the most goals as an Arsenal player ever 228, so she needs to come and be. Oh, I you think know? she can do that, yeah, easy. If, if she signs yeah. new yeah. contracts, I almost guarantee she will do that, but let's wait. <laughs> But uh, a, lot, a long way, a long way to go. But obviously, it's been a busy, it's been a busy week on the pitch. We have played, obviously, two games last night, and also, of course, the fantastic game that we saw last Sunday.
3: Yes. Oh.
0: I mean, that game for me was one of the best games of football, let alone women's football. Best game of football, football game. all stopped that like, I can remember watching for a long, long time and everything, didn't it? I mean, Andreas, what did you make of that performance? I know we was quite confident last week that we might scrape a victory and we sort of did scrape a victory, but we deserved it, didn't we? It was a brilliant performance, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was fantastic match from, from both sides. Yeah, I mean, the Chelsea also played very, very good. We had the first 30 minutes for us and... Uh, I can't remember seeing Arsenal women playing better than in the first 30 minutes. Mm. Uh, we we had the lead, but then we must say Chelsea came back and, and they had also uh, chances. And, and I think Chelsea uh, had their tribute to, to this match, so that that this was uh, such such a intense match and and with so much speed, with chances on both sides, uh, And then the second. And the second half started. We were we were back again, uh, and, and, and this this fantastic uh, ball from from Riff to Beth, uh, oh, yeah. yeah it's, it was exactly no no centimeters more or less. It was the perfect ball for Beth, yeah. and, and she ran her socks off and and did it great. And the third goal, whether it was offside or not, yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> probably I it was a generous
2: uh, referee. Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> But but nevertheless, Beth was, was doing a great great thing with, uh, uh, to to bring the ball beyond Berger and then and then she had the 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 open goal for her. Yes. yes, it was a fantastic match, and and the last ten minutes were really thrilling because Chelsea Chelsea did did a good job and had a lot of chances, but um, our defense was fantastic. I, I think. Uh, Jonas made the right uh, moves uh, mm. by taking um, uh, Jen off, bringing Simone, and later uh, he brought Lotta and Anna. And this uh, oh. all all right decisions from Jonas. Uh, yeah, it was nearly a perfect match.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, I thought. That- I thought the two goals we conceded were perhaps the only two times that we maybe just switched off briefly and do that against the team of Chelsea's quality and you do get punished. And I think that's what happened for the two goals. We maybe just switched off, didn't we? The first goal, we left Cuthbert in all that space inside the penalty area, a bit sloppy, wasn't it? And then the second goal, yeah, it was good defending initially. And then when the cross came in, um, Harder got between the two defenders and... You shouldn't really let a goal in like
2: that. No, you practice. shouldn't let something in, in, in between the two defenders. That's right,
0: yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit sloppy defending for both goals. But, I mean, overall, we denied them too many clear opportunities, didn't we? They didn't have too many. I mean, I can't remember Zinsberger making uh, too many saves in that game. She didn't have to do a lot, really, no, did she? No. Overall, we restricted it to very little they had a lot of the ball and they you know, as you expect them to but yeah i thought that you're right what you said about about the substitutions i thought it was brilliant because he knew what chelsea's strength was so he just filled the middle of the pitch with defensive players in the last 10 15 minutes and it meant that they couldn't really get through us and they didn't i mean they didn't ever and it was quite tense the last five to ten minutes you know six minutes of stoppage time and we were all a bit, a bit nervous but <laughs> yeah but overall i mean they didn't really i can't remember them having a real good opportunity in the last 10 minutes to score, did they? Really? They had a lot on the ball, but they didn't really create much, did they? Because we didn't allow them to. I think that was the key. wasn't oh, yeah. How well we defended. I mean, I mean, i what did you make of the performance overall? I mean, it was, as, as Andrea said, it was almost perfect. Apart from those couple of little defensive slips, it was almost a perfect performance. Yeah,
2: right? I'll be honest, I only watched the highlights. It was funny enough, I was actually at the overwatch in the cricket. So, I was actually a bit nervous. Chewing my nails open, there to actually hold on for the win. I was really nervous. Yeah, but no, when I watched the highlights back, I do agree, i I think we did deny them the clear-cut chances, especially when it go back to 3-2. I mean, mm. other than maybe that fluky cross, which hit the bar at the start of the second half, yeah. they didn't really get in and bind us, especially when they brought on their two key players in Sam and Fran. We didn't allow them to, like, get in behind. But, yeah, as I said, if we could just stop those balls from getting into the box and just mark, yeah. the, mark the opposition strikers a bit tighter, then I think then we could be even more solid than we already are.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously Chelsea are a quality (laughs) side and they're always going to be a danger, wasn't they? And I suppose, you know, it's impossible not to maybe switch off just for a second against a side like Chelsea for a brief deal. And I think we did and we were punished, but you'd expect to be, wouldn't you? Um, I mean, Rajandra in the chat says uh, he was at the Emirates. He said it was great. I mean, yeah. it would have been great to have been there. The atmosphere sounded great as well. So, it's, been, it's been a big crowd as well, wasn't it? 8,000, over 8,000 there. Really, big yeah, crowd. really, um, you know, it's great that that many people turned out to watch it. And let's hope that now, having seen that, they might, everyone must have enjoyed it. And hopefully, they'll come back to Boreham Wood as well and watch some of the games there. and Absolutely. Get bigger crowds in this season. I mean, Matt, what did you make of the performance against Chelsea? You must have been delighted with how he played. It was, it was great to watch as well, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, it was brilliant. And it was... I think this. if you had to look at the fixtures that, that sort of weekend, I think you'd look at that and go, that's the sort of show opener you want. You yeah. don't want to yeah. see, um, no offence to some of the other teams, you don't want to see those sort of teams play against each other each other first day. <laughs> so, like last season, we played Reading and we won 6-1. It's not really a good showing of mm. the WSL. You want something really gritty at the start to say, this is the sort of thing... And it shows that there's more to be seen. Uh, the girls showed real grit before uh, for that performance in that last 20 minutes. Um, they were able to get the job done. Uh, Jonas got his tactics right. He got he's exploited Chelsea's weaknesses. He basically it was basically. Um, I think the commentators were saying that they were looking at the same sort of side that chelsea had from the champions league final and how barcelona exploited them and basically did the same and we got goal goals from it we got a bit of a dodgy decision but this was yeah. what the league is and it's it's brilliant to see because if yeah. that was gone to var i think we would have been uh putting our heads against the wall <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we would i mean it, it's it's refreshing maybe to see Arsenal get a, a, a decision like that in a big game go in our favour. Usually it doesn't happen, does it? So it's nice that we did, mm-hmm. we did get one. And yeah, he, she was offside, Beth Mead. I don't think there's any doubt about yeah. that when you see the no. replays, VAR would definitely have ruled that out. Which yeah. was a shame because it was such a good, it was a well worked move. It was a great finish as well. It mm-hmm. would have been a shame to have had yeah. that wiped out, wouldn't it actually? Absolutely. Because it, it was it was such a good goal, so it was it was a shame. Um, Regender in the chat there was saying, "What what's the ground capacity at Boreham Wood? I believe it's about four. Is it four and a half thousand? Maybe four thousand.
2: Yeah, when I went for the Slavia game, it was about eleven 1, hundred there recently. So yeah, it's about four.
0: No, exactly. I mean, I know obviously there was double the capacity in the Emirates, which is great, and it'd be nice yeah. to, get, to to get something like three three thousand or going to Boreham Wood on a regular basis, wouldn't it? It'd, be, it'd yeah. be great to have a full stadium there, Um and hopefully with the new a sort of coverage that the WSL was getting this season. And when people could start to realise what good football it was, I mean, that game, if, if you're, you know, a lot of people were saying to me, oh, it's just women's football. But yeah. regardless of that, it was just a great game of football. Regardless oh, of whether it, game, game, whether it was women, whether it was kids, wherever it was playing, <laughs> it didn't matter. It was, if you don't enjoy that as a game of football, then clearly football's not for you. I don't think No,
2: absolutely.
0: fantastic game, wasn't it? It had everything. It had goals, it had excitement, a little bit of controversy as well. Um, and stuff like that. So yeah, it was it was just a great game, a great advert for the WSL, a great advert for women's football. And if people watch that game and don't want to come back for more, then I'll be I'll be amazed because it was. And as Matt said, actually, it's good. Maybe I was a little bit worried playing Chelsea first game. You are thinking, do you want to play? Oh, yeah, a team yeah, so. yeah uh, and it, it could it could have been difficult because we haven't beaten them for a while. But I think Matt's right that to have a game like that as a showpiece game at a weekend because that's what it was essentially. You know, it's it was great because it's given the the WSL and women's football in this country, a massive boost, just that one game alone, just the the quality of it really. And it had everything. It was just so good to watch and yeah, it it was brilliant. And let's just hope that um, it's the first of many games like that this season. Certainly that we, we, you know, we, we said didn't we last week that it was the results against Man City and Chelsea that's cost us the league last season, definitely. Yes. yes. Um, and we've got a great start this season, getting three points on Chelsea straight away. Obviously, Man City's coming up quite soon as well. He's yeah. it, match three. So if we can win that as well, that really would lay down a marker, wouldn't it? And yeah. we'd be the team to catch then, and team to beat maybe. And and let's hope that the fans really can get behind it as well because yeah. I think that's important, isn't it? That, you know, the more support that the women's game gets and the women's team get because they deserve it, don't they? Because they, they're just a great team to watch. Um. And it's, it's been a good, um, maybe a good release uh, uh, in comparison to how poor the men's team have been. To see how great the women's team are, you know, I yeah. think that's five. It's five wins in a row now, isn't it? Five in a row under, under Jonas. I mean, what a start is he's, yeah, he's like that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Andreas, are you expecting? Obviously, we're not going to win every game under Jonas, are we? But I mean, what you've seen so far in these five games, um, how, how impressed have you been with he, the way that he's kind of took on the job, really?
1: Ah, yeah. you you could see what this meant for for everybody, for the team, for the girls, but for Jonas too. His reaction uh, during the match and after the match, he was. Ah. <laughs> yeah. It meant a lot for everybody, and yeah. and even Viv was celebrating her first goal, and this is. Yeah. <laughs> she's she yeah. very rarely celebrating, so another <laughs> proof. Uh, how much this meant. It was the first match for, for such a long time, big match uh, against uh, Chelsea or City that we were winning. And mm-hmm. uh, you could see yes. what this meant. And yes, and this was a, uh, a winning from uh, Jonas. He, as I said, he did everything right, in my opinion. And, mm-hmm. and you could see uh, these this emotions and, and this fire he gives to the girls. Uh, you Yes. Could, He's on, on the pitch, uh, how they played, how they reacted. And, and he was outside screaming, shouting, and you had you had the opinion. He's, he's a part of the team, a part of the match. And I don't know yeah. whether this would have been possible with Joe. He had his success and he brought success. He won Correct. silver. But as I said last week, his time was over. And, and Jonas brought new impulse to the whole team. And so, yeah, so I mean, the yeah. final no, no, no. Teams, Jonas'
0: winnings. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And and when he spoke after the game as well, uh, yeah. you, you know, you, you can see that he's got a clear plan and vision of how he wants the team to play. And you know, he's. I think it's going to be an exciting season. You know, whether we end up winning loads of trophies or we don't, either way, I still think it's going to be an exciting season. It's going to. It's going to be exciting to watch this team play, isn't it? Because Definitely. you know, and and I loved it. You know, Jonas on the touchline when when we scored. How, how much he <laughs> It was great yeah. to see, wasn't it? You know, like you said, with Joey, he was a little bit more reserved. He didn't really oh, get very, too excited, did he? Yeah. Um, and it's nice to see uh, a manager do that. Whether that will continue all the way through the season, I'm not sure. But let's let's hope it does because it's it's great to see how involved he was and how yeah. much it meant to him and everybody. Like you said, I mean, Viv celebrating a goal like that, that first yeah. goal, he doesn't normally do that, does she? No. She just sort of walks away as if i got
3: another one. But that one, I she love the fact that, that Casey McCabe went and grabbed her up as well. That was pretty funny.
0: Yes, well, yes. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, it, it was. It just showed how much, you know, you could see the togetherness of the team as well, can't oh, yeah. it? Much, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, just, it was just great. And I'm sure that, that Jonas has played a big part in, you know, getting everybody up for that game yeah. as much as they were. And let's hope i say that it continues, even in the, maybe the lesser games, as we'll come on to. Obviously, it's a slightly lesser game this weekend in a way. We'll playing, but all, all the games are a bigger calls. I mean, Emma, what are you kind of thinking about Jonas so far? I know you can't really complain with five wins out of five, scoring no. the goal that we have. It's, it's been an impressive start, but um, I guess we're not going to find out uh, real much about him until maybe something goes wrong and, can he put things right? Maybe that's what we need to find out. Yet, don't we? Yeah. Whereas with Joe, when
2: things went wrong, especially in the big games, I feel like he didn't really—I wouldn't say he didn't know what he was doing—but he just let it let it go go. And it uh, didn't really look to like change it up in how he was going nice he just yeah. seems—he seems like he's he really, as he said, that passion. He said so when he like he did that like Jose impression of running down the touchline and <laughs> the players up at the end, giving them big hugs and everything. I think he's like he's gonna. He's definitely going to get what he wants out of the team. And, you know, especially with the recruitment, I think, has been very good overall. And especially with players, with somebody like, I mean, when we signed Heath last week, I was like, that's just a brilliant addition to an already fantastic front line. And I think he's just going to get the best out of them. But as you say, if if something does go wrong, I think he will be quicker to notice it than maybe the previous managers were. So, I mean, let's see what happens. But no, it has been a great start and you can't ask for more, really.
0: No, no, exactly. I mean, um, I say I always I always think you, you find out maybe more about everybody when you lose a game or two and how you respond yeah. to that. So hopefully that won't happen very, very soon. But yeah. I, I'm sure it will eventually. We're not going to win every game as much as we No, you know no, it. no. Um, but that would be interesting to see how he responds to, to maybe when things don't quite go as planned inevitably it will do so that'll be interesting to see but i mean i mean matt we can't have too many complaints so far can we the way that we've certainly the way that we've been playing not so much the results i mean in most of them games you'd have expected us to win obviously the chelsea one was going to always be difficult but it's the way that we've played i think and and as, as Andres touched on before the substitutions i mean even last night the substitutions won the stack game didn't it again
3: yeah uh the one thing I would only complain about, really, is the uh, the occasional odd goal that we concede. It's a bit of a sloppy one, but it happens. Yeah. It's going to yeah. happen uh, towards the start of the season. Um, if there's injuries as well towards that back line, that's going to happen as well. So yeah. I'm not really complaining that much. I'm ha- I'm happy that it's got it's got it, he's got a plan and it's going well at the moment. So hopefully it carries on.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is all we can hope for, really. I mean, we couldn't have got a better start. And, and yes, I think the games have helped. They haven't been the best uh, opposition in in no, Europe, absolutely. certainly. You know, we, we've, uh, you know, we could have got the same draw that Man City got. Obviously, they got knocked out, didn't they, by Real Madrid? Real yeah, Madrid. They exactly. would have found that a bit more tougher than than you know playing against Slavia Prague. But um, you can only beat what's in front of you. And yeah. you know, we've, we've won the, the tough game as well, so we can't really have too many complaints so far, can we, we've, how it's gone. So, yeah, I'm positive about how things are going to go this season so far. I'm been impressed with with what Jonas has said. I've been impressed with what he's done on the pitch, his tactics, his substitutions. Everything so far has gone pretty much uh, exactly as we would have hoped. So let's, yeah. let's let's hope it continues for a long time yet, yeah, and that when things maybe don't go quite as well, that um, he's able to quickly turn it round. Because that's that's key. Everyone loses games, but it's how you respond to the next game the game after that and I think as Am- Amar said before when maybe under Joe sometimes we'd lose a game and we wouldn't necessarily always quickly bounce back would we last season we had a poor run didn't we and I know we had injuries as well and True. those things you can't afford to do in a WSL you don't have as many games as in the Premier League for example and yeah. you lose two or three quick games but it's over isn't it your title's over so you know, it's vital that you do bounce back quickly. So let, let's see what happens with that. But let's hope it won't be for a while yet. We've got a yeah, yeah. big games coming up as well. So we need to be uh we need to make sure we get the results. But Absolutely. Um, what I wanted to touch on actually obviously it was the first weekend of the new season and also the new um, T V coverage really that's come up yeah. um, on the back of this. So I wanted to maybe have a little chat about that actually. <laughs> So, Obviously, the new Sky deal. Um, there's a obviously our game was on Sky there, there's a, there was another one as well. There's a game on the BBC as well. Yes. So the game's getting a lot more coverage on TV now, which is which is a positive, obviously. Absolutely, oh, audience. I just really wanted to, to get your thoughts on. I mean, I don't know how much of the coverage that you watched over the weekend. I mean, I saw the game on BBC, um, the one the Everton Man City game, obviously, our game as well. Um, I saw the highlights. Uh, I mean, what did you make of it, Andreas? What did you make of the TV coverage? Do you think it's, do you think the coverage is going to encourage more people to want to watch it on TV? Or do you think it maybe needs to be improved?
1: No, yeah, I think this is a very good step for for the women's football. And, um, you know, I'm in Germany, so I could watch oh, it. Oh, uh, it was shown live on the zone. This is also a big step. Uh, last season I could see all the matches on the FA player Mm. now it's on TV even Mm. in Germany so uh, yeah uh, it it will reach a lot more uh, people now and and as far as I read uh, on on Sky and BBC uh, um, it was uh, the opening weekend and there were no uh, Premier League matches so uh, Mm. I think a lot of football fans were watching it and when they saw such a highlight, Arsenal-Chelsea, the third against uh, the title defenders, and such a uh, high level, mm. high speed and everything. Uh, I hope that a lot of people will, will watch the next matches and, and will go uh, to the stadiums just to see women's football live. And yeah. you, have, you have to give the women's football a chance. Mm. For, for, for everyone, for us, it was the first time when we went to a stadium to see a women's match. And I can say I was very impressed. I went yeah. once and I came again and again. And yeah, I hope that this whole new TV broadcast will, will have positive effects. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting that you said that it's
0: actually shown on, on German TV as well, the, the WSL. That, that's a big step as well, isn't it? I mean, I yeah. don't know how many other countries it was broadcast to, but it's great that it's in Europe, isn't it? Because I think that's important. I mean, do they show the Women's German League on, on German TV as
1: well? Um, it's only online uh, streaming uh, while no. Magenta TV. Uh, yeah, and, and on the homepages of the, the teams, there are streams, and only one match on Friday evening is shown on TV. Mm-hmm. So it's not no. as good as uh, the Women's Super League. Excellent.
0: I mean, yeah. that's a good sign for obviously for our league, isn't it, that it's, yeah. it's getting more coverage than the most of it or well, pretty much all the other leagues. And, and that's maybe yeah. how it's going to grow and develop. Let's hope that it works. I mean, I, I was, I'm pleased that it's getting more coverage. Um, and I think that we need to, um I think it can always be, the coverage itself can always be improved. Um, I suppose. And and as as the season goes on, I'm sure it will be. There was a couple of things I wasn't totally, you know, 100% happy with what I saw. But um, overall, the football needs to speak for itself. And I thought this weekend, it did, didn't it? I think all the games that they showed certainly were good games, exciting games, good football, top teams playing, and it was good to watch. I mean, Amar, did you get to watch... I know you said you was at the cricket. Did you get to watch a lot of the coverage of the women's game this week?
2: Well, I, well, I did watch mainly the Everton Man City game. I watched the first half, but then I because it became so totally one-sided, you saw you know, it's the a yeah, golfing class. It. I mean, if you still think about it, it's, it's, it's so competitive, but the golfing class between the top teams and the rest is still massive, and that was proved with Man City's win over Everton. I mean, they just fell apart after a while, and so in the second half, it became rather predictable. So let's just hope that, yeah. I mean... So the games do become a little bit more competitive, but they've still got a lot to do. That, like your, your Reddings, your Everton, everything, even Manchester United, could do quite well this season. But like your Reddings and your Evertons, they've still got a long way to go if they're to close the gap between them and uh, say the top four teams. But yeah, no, I'm just going to yeah. try and watch as games I can this weekend. I mean, should end. I think it's West Ham Villa tomorrow, so I'll get a good look. Good look at how those teams go, uh, getting on as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you just mentioned—I mean, West Ham and Villa are two of the teams that generally are sort of down the bottom end of the league, aren't yeah. they? And you'd expect yeah. they probably will be again. So it's perhaps a good, a good game that they're playing each other because you—you you, you can get so—I I get what you mean. The top teams against the bottom teams, you don't tend to get a very competitive game usually. No, no, no. You can see this season maybe being that gap maybe slightly bigger because Arsenal yeah. improved their squad, Chelsea have, Man City have, is, yeah. and you yeah, can yeah. see the gap being bigger. And that is a problem when it's quite a small league in terms of number of teams it's not like not a premier league where there's 20 teams so you know you're going to get a lot more competitive games whereas in the wsl there is the danger and it does worry me slightly that yeah. you're only going to get at the top end of the league you're only going to get five or six games real competitive games a season aren't you? it could be and when that would be a shame <clears throat> but let's hope that um i mean i don't think it's I don't think you can just um, expect Arsenal to or, or any of the top teams to automatically beat the other teams. I, no, think, no. I don't think it's quite as simple as that. You do tend to get um, a few bigger scores, but um, I guess that's going to be something that over the next two or three years, hopefully can be addressed with more money that comes in. Some of the yeah. lesser teams can maybe get more investment and able to improve their their teams and become more competitive. And I, I suppose yes. this is the first the first step to it, isn't it? I mean, Matt, did you watch a lot of the? Uh, I'm assuming you
3: probably watched a bit of it, did you, over the weekend, the coverage? I only watched, the, I managed to get a ticket to the Goodison, uh, the game against uh, Goodison Park, sorry, uh, the Everton City game. So I could probably give you a scout report if you really wanted on Man City. <laughs> in a of weeks.
0: Well,
3: we might do that next weekend in a Man City game, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I think. A- just going by the crowds as well, it, like it was similar sort of crowds to the Emirates. Mm. Um, it was nice to see as well that it was uh, it was packed. It uh, well not packed all the way as much as they would have hoped to. Uh, they they offered fans that were season ticket holders tickets to the awards, the games for free. So mm. you're bringing people in that they want to. They say, "Hey, we've got a women's team. Let's show them off." It's brilliant. That's that perspective. But it's also as well, it's glad to see that it's coming over to Europe uh with you as well, Andreas. If if this continues and it goes on, I I hope that the Champions League as well is shown on TV. We've got the international break now uh, coming up soon and that's now gone over to ITV and that was just a bit of a hushed announcement, which I'm quite, quite annoyed about because a lot sure. of people would have probably been preferring that on BBC than yeah. ITV, but there is, it's uh, it's more money for them, I think, or something like that. Um, but yeah, hopefully it just continues to grow, and we're still keeping to the same. See, seeing, uh, seeing what we're seeing, great entertainment, and uh, hopefully it doesn't grow into as, what it has been over in the men's game as much as it has.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that's the danger, isn't it? When the money comes in and it all goes to the top and it doesn't get filtered down enough. And that, that's, that is a, a, a danger that it could happen. Let's hope that, that hopefully the people running the women's game have learned from what's happened in the men's game and try and avoid those problems happening again because that, would be, uh, that wouldn't necessarily be the right direction, I don't feel, for the women's game to go in. It's, it's got a great opportunity at the moment because it's on a real high, isn't it? You know the world. The last World Cup was really good. Obviously, the England team did well. The Olympics, the football tournament, the Olympics was good. Yes, some coverage. And now the WSL have got this TV deal, and it's it's a great opportunity for women's football to really put itself out there, isn't it? And and as you said, there was a big crowd at Goodison. There was a big crowd at the Emirates. And hopefully, they, these crowds will stay at that level when the games move into the smaller stadiums. You know, later on. I mean, Tottenham played in there uh, at their. Men's stadium as well, didn't they? Their game and yes. I think they had a reasonable crowd, didn't they? They had a, a similar sort of crowd as well. So, yes, do Yeah, I think there's the audience for it, and I think people do, will come and watch it. And I just hope that the TV coverage helps that to happen and doesn't stop people going because people think, oh, I'm not going to go; I'll just watch it on the telly." We don't want that to happen. We want to make sure that crowds are wanting to go out to the games as well. But hopefully, they watch it on telly, they'll see how great it is, and they want to be there in the stadium and experience the atmosphere and everything else which is so much better isn't it um we've had a couple of comments in the chat again uh, Russy's evening chapter how are, you doing how are you doing russ glad to see you in the chat and um, rajandra says access all areas was brilliant i don't think i saw that was that on the sky coverage the access all areas anybody oh, see that? Know.
3: Uh, sure the club is. channel does it usually on youtube i haven't seen it though so maybe it might have been on sky yeah
2: i think i saw a bill on the twitter page but i didn't see too much of it yeah
3: Oh,
0: okay, we'll have to maybe look at that then. Uh, for thinks that was that was good, so we'll have to maybe watch, watch out for that then. Yeah. Um, and Vajandra says there, uh, oh, wrong one there. He says, um, not many Chelsea fans at the Emirates. Okay, there wasn't. Well, I'm surprised I thought there might have been a few more. It certainly seemed like there was a few there when they scored, but I guess they're going to make more noise when they score, I suppose, aren't they? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think the away fans, at the women's games, a little bit different at the minute, isn't it? You don't get too many anywhere, no. um, and I think that that will maybe start to change, hopefully, over over the time as well. Because I think it's nice to get some away fans in the stadiums as well, isn't it? I mean, I know most of the teams seem to be from, um, obviously, apart from Everton and Liverpool, Man, Man United. All the other teams are from sort of down south, aren't they? So they're quite easy to get to for all the fans. Really, it's not like a lot of travelling involved. It's not like they've got to go up to Newcastle or Sunderland or somewhere like that. Carlisle, no, no. Like, you know, it's generally quite southern based, isn't it? The, the WSL, so that might help with away fans, you know, travelling around a little bit more as well. But we'll have to see what happens. But I mean, I, it's good that it's getting more coverage. I think they, I think it will improve as things go along as well. Um, and we'll see how it goes throughout the season. But let's hope it's. It certainly seems like a good positive at the moment, and I'm sure it will. It will kind of prove it to be. Um, I know, Matt. You want to talk about the kind of international call-ups, didn't you? I mean, the England squad was announced wasn't it this week beth yes. back as well i mean that that was you know we had, we've got i think we had three three, three players selected didn't we in england is
3: that right? yes Ooh, uh, cool. I think, uh leah williamson nikita paris and Losa ruben why and beth, so
2: and four, beth yeah. oh four and
3: yeah Beth, beth as, as, well, yeah. Be up as well so yeah it's four so yeah. it's, it's nice to see that we're getting recognition yeah of how well they're doing they've got a new manager now as well uh the yeah, Serena right. yeah yeah so it'll be yeah. good to see how they do i'm sure that everyone who gets picked for their teams are hopefully uh they don't have the covid issues uh like we've seen over this recent um international mm. break of the men's team so fingers crossed yeah. that doesn't happen
2: no exactly
0: yeah, I mean that that is obviously has, has caused a few problems and obviously it's an international break, obviously it's next week, isn't it? The international games. <coughs> so yes. uh, it, it's it's good that our players have got have got selected and that's great that we've got international footballers at the club, but equally it as its downside, doesn't it, when they get called away for these international breaks in, in the you know, in between the league fixtures and stuff like that. Um I mean Andreas, yeah. what, what have you made of this sort of international call up? So you're sort of pleased that um certainly Beth Mees did deserve to be recalled, hasn't she?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm. I'm very happy for Beth that she's back, and uh, she showed that she deserved this. And uh, uh, it's great that Lotta is is uh, permanent mm. in uh, in the team now uh, because she she played a great season. And um, yeah, what do you think? Uh, who could be the next liners from our teams? I think Anna Patton could. Yes. Could that's a the, good job. His, if her development uh, continues this way. Uh, good I, I, I mm. think she has a lot of potential. She's not, not as as focused or as serious as Lotta is. And Lotta is no. a few steps ahead from her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh Anna is is always this, this smiling girl, uh, funny and making TikTok <laughs> videos. So uh, seems to be more concentrated, more focused. But yes. uh, uh, let, let's give her play, playing time and more and more minutes in the team. And I think uh, she could get uh, a linus call during the season.
0: She, she played well last night, didn't she, Anna Patton? Actually, she had a really good game, didn't she? Playing right yeah. back um, she last night. She, she and
1: yesterday she was good again, too.
0: Yeah, see, she's um, she's certainly been playing well and she's quite versatile as well. Yeah. I think we mentioned it last week. She can play in defense, she can play in midfield, True. she's good going forward, she's good with the ball um good good passing range as well. So she nearly scored last night as well, didn't she? She got into the box and had a shot and thought oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, you know, this for five seconds so
2: that was good.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know she, she's good going forward and, and I kinda of like that as well. So yeah, I think she could well not be far off getting selected maybe if she continues right. the development that, that she certainly made in um you know Certainly in, in this season, since the start of this season, she's been really impressive, pre-season and mm-hmm. everything else. I mean, Emma, what are your kind of thoughts on the, the, um, the international call-ups? Obviously, I think we're all delighted for Beth Mead because she definitely deserves to be back in the England team, doesn't she?
2: Yeah, I mean, when it was, whereas if you look under the interim manager when Ed had Hegarisa, I thought uh, she was very unlucky not to be selected for the Olympic team. I mean, I think she would have added a, a lot to the right-hand side if she had been like sem- played in a similar position to Nikita Paris. And even in, before then, she, uh, the, the interim coach, I don't think she was making the right decision, saying, oh, her report Kyler isn't good. And well, was under Phil. Phil had a lot of trust in her. But th- the fact is they were playing a bit too stale. So but under this new manager, what she's done with the Netherlands and in the recent years improved Viv. And uh, pretty much even if you think about Van Der Donk and Ward all simple with us until last summer. So now, I mean, it's good to see all our big players being called up. And of course, we wish a speedy recovery to Jordan as well. Because I think she's an integral part of our team and the Lionesses too. No, exactly. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's a shame that she's um, obviously out injured again. She yeah. unlucky with injuries, hasn't she, recently? You know, yeah, she had the bad one last year and now she's just come back and got this new one. But um, I did hear her say it wasn't actually as bad as first thought and she may be no, back yeah. in four yeah. weeks, which is good. And I'm sure if she's playing regularly for us, she'll soon be back in the England team as well. Right? Definitely. She, you know, she's an important player. As you said, for for both of us. So let, let's hope that she can. I say we can end up with five or six or seven players in England very, right?
2: soon, yes, yeah. very soon if, if things. And it's largely on. been City dominated the last few
0: years, isn't it? Yeah, it would be nice if we've got half the England team in, in our squad for a change. <laughs>
2: certainly you've got the, the potential
0: to have to have them. I say when Jordan's back, like we said, Anna Patton could easily make yeah, that breakthrough as well. So you know we've got nearly half the England team, which which is great. <laughs> and, um, just need to get rid of these Man City players out. Move some of them out. <laughs> and back in. You know, I'm sure yeah. that's, that's how we need to. That's how we need to do it. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it's certainly an encouraging sign. It's good. Um, but yeah, there is a downside, as, as Matt touched on before, with the whole COVID thing, flying around the world. It's, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit risky. They come back and we can't use them for two weeks or something like that. No, wouldn't, exactly. it, wouldn't be ideal, would it? Let's be honest. But the games we've got coming up. But anyway, let's you know, let, let's not worry too much about that for now. Let's hope everything's fine and, and they can go get their international experience, come back and be better players for it as well which is what it's all about um change in the chat as well he says hi lads um hope you're well come on you gooners exactly um yeah, some good games this weekend which we will come on to. And actually why don't we actually look ahead at two sunday's game it's a game that we're probably going to start favorites to win but it's not always that um, that simple is it <laughs> I actually thought Reading played pretty well against Man United actually last yes. week. for well, bits of that game. They maybe could have equalised when the goal kind of went in off the bar and it perhaps went yeah. over the line or it didn't. It was close, wasn't it? it could have done. So yeah. they were a little bit unfortunate actually. Reading, I thought. Um, so I'm not expecting it to be uh, an easy game overall. No. Um, I mean, I think we're going to have to we're going to have to play well. We have just flown back from Prague. We've had all that travel, added yes. as well. So I don't think it's going to be as straightforward as maybe it might have looked on paper. I mean, what are you thinking, Andreas? What are your kind of thoughts ahead of the game on Sunday? Obviously, we should win, really, shouldn't we, For the are honest?
1: Yeah, we should win, but it's a dangerous thing. We played on Thursday and, and we were Thursday night, and it's only two days to rest. And, and I remember the last time we uh, played uh, in Reading, it was, I think, in January, February, uh, and we draw 1-1. Yeah. Correct. I remember this is right. So, uh, uh, and uh, and everybody, as everybody says, it starts with nil nil. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we are not in the lead because we played fantastic with Chelsea or, or we, mm-hmm. we scored four goals in Prague. Uh, we have to, to prove it again on Sunday and it won't be too easy. It, it will be difficult for Jonas uh, to, to rest some players. Mm. Uh, some of them have played all the time now, these first weeks. So, uh, Who gets gets, uh, rest, uh, who gets now inside. Simone Boyer is uh, injured. She's out. Oh, she's injured? I didn't know that. Yeah, she posted today that uh, she has something on the knee and will be out for a few weeks.
0: Oh, no. I mean, was you a little bit surprised, Andreas, that maybe he didn't rest a few more players? I know there was five changes from Sunday, but it was quite a strong team last night, wasn't it, in a game that essentially we were almost... Through anyway, Did, do you think that was a bit of a risk, maybe playing such a strong
1: side? Yeah, but it was important. <laughs> Nobody wanted to risk uh, what happened to to Man City if we were out. Yeah. In the playoff <laughs> would would have been terrible. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was difficult. And of course, we were three 0 in the lead. But uh, let them score in in the first five minutes, and then mm. you, get, you get a second goal, and then. Uh, and then, then it's it's very hard to, to come back. So, I think uh, it was it was the right decision. But now it will be difficult, um, as I said. Who who gets some rest? Who can play again? Um, it's it's not so easy on Sunday. But uh, yeah, as you said, Richard, uh, we should win. We, we we are the better team. We have the better bench. We, we can we can change. And yeah, let's hope.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean. I think under normal circumstances, I'd have probably been really, really confident that we'd go and win the game quite comfortably. But because of the midweek game, travelling all the way to Prague and back, I think that, you know, uh, and like you said, we've now got an injury or two as well. So, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a tricky game. I mean, what, what are your thoughts am my head of the game on Sunday? Are you feeling fairly confident that we should win or do you think it's going to be quite difficult?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, you never know what to expect with Reading. I mean, as you saw last season, it was a bit on un- with load the games being postponed due to whether it be bad weather or water pitches or whatever it was. I mean, and then we played them and they caught us uh, a good time for them and then ended up sneaking a draw. It's a team that we've dominated largely over the WSL. I mean, I don't think we've ever lost to them, but um, they've got through a massive rebuild in the summer. They've signed all these new players. I don't know if they still remember. Of course, they've got Mitch and Carter off of us. As well, I don't know if they're still there, but it's one that we should win, but you can never underestimate the opposition. But the owners would have done his homework in the build-up. As you say, after the game in Prague, there might be a little bit of fatigue on with some of the players. But, I mean, yeah. the core depth is so good now that, yeah, it's one that we should win. But you can take nothing for granted, as you well know.
0: No, exactly. And it's, I say, I think not normal circumstances, I wouldn't have been particularly concerned about playing red. I know last year, as you said, uh, we, we were caught out a little bit. We didn't play particularly well. It, like you said, it came after a couple of postponements as well, didn't it? I think we had one or two players out as well and it True. wasn't a good time for us and we, we only drew the game when we'd have expected to have won. I think we were one nil up didn't we as well in that game. And then they uh, came we back were to... one 0 down after about five minutes through to a header and then Miedemar scored on half time
2: or something like that.
0: I can't remember. Yeah, I know Miedemar scored I can't remember if we were one nil down or one nil up. But yeah, I mean it was a game we should have perhaps expected to have won and, and yeah. we didn't so who knows. I mean and um, what are you thinking, Matt, then, for Sunday? Are you expecting it to be quite quite a tricky game in the circumstances?
3: Yeah. Um, also, it's their first game in the Majeski. Well, it's not the Majeski anymore. Their stadium <laughs> uh, as well. Um, yeah. So it'll be an interesting one. I've just read uh, from their website that they've ID'd uh, as their player to watch, which is a bit in, of an interesting one um they they also had quotes about that how they pressed united as well they've got a new coach in as well so it's almost they're probably going to want to play the same way this week um they know that we're going to be a little bit tired but it might mean that Jonas might have to adjust his style a little bit
0: yeah, no, I, I I agree. I think we he may have to change things around slightly. You know, if they said man is the one to watch, maybe we should not start her in the game, then that's just to confuse yeah. a little bit. If that they're, they're playing for her, then leave her on the bench and play someone else, and then maybe they won't be ready um for it. But perhaps maybe that might be an idea. maybe Jonas needs to read their website as well, then that might be what he needs to do <laughs> before he picks his team, perhaps. Um we've had a comment there from uh, from Hemlock Goal. she says do you think we are missing a midfield in force like a van der Donk? I feel the midfield is a bit light in the tackles. It's very really? attacking. It's a good point, actually. I mean, it is a very attacking um, midfield, isn't it? And um, having said that, though, I mean, I thought we, we, you, we've we got Manam. She kind of likes to tackle, don't she? She wins the ball. So, you know, she's a different sort of player to van der Donk, obviously. Um, but... She maybe adds that little bit of bite in there. Is is it just enough? I mean, I, I suppose Leah Walty as well. You know, Walty brilliant.
2: For, I mean, she's
0: fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I can understand. Obviously, you know, Vander Dock's going to be a, a big miss. he's a great player, but I, I don't know. I, I don't feel as though we're necessarily missing that enforcer. I think no. we've got players well, that can do that job. I mean, what, what do you think? What do you make of that, Andreas? That comment there. Do you feel that's that's probably a fair comment?
1: Yeah. I mean, DVD is is a great player. And um, she was very important for us, but um, I think Frida Manum already found yeah, her in the, and she had very good preseason, very good matches so far. Uh, she worked very good in the defense, and yeah. Mm. Uh, but I think that the depth is a bit missing in in our midfield. If something happened to Lia Valti, if she uh, catches oh, the injury, now uh, we have a problem. And. That's okay, that Leah Williamson can play on, on the sixth position, but uh, there, there is something missing, and I think uh, this could be a problem. Uh, there are a lot of matches when Champions League starts. In, in three months, we have uh, six uh, matches for Champions League uh, during the weeks. Mm, really? We know that Leah sometimes uh, is a bit injury-prone, so it could be dangerous. Yes. Yeah.
0: No, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, we are a little bit light in depth, perhaps, in that position, I suppose, yeah, and one or two injuries and we we could find we are struggling. I mean, if everybody's fit, I don't think it's a problem, but will everybody be fit all through the season? I mean, that's unusual if, if it is. Let's hope they are. I mean, Regan has got a fair point there talking that um, Anna Patton could step in there as well, actually. You know, she could probably do a job there. I'm not quite sure if she's quite the enforcer, tackler kind of player, perhaps, but... She could do her job there. Obviously, Walt, as we know, Williamson can play there, as we've said. McCabe as well, possibly. Yeah, I mean, she likes to tackle mm-hmm. McCabe, don't she? You could probably throw her in there if <laughs> necessary. If we were maybe shorter numbers, if people are injured, she could probably go in there. And, you know, she's quite a fiery little character. She'd get stuck in, don't she? So yes. she could do her job in there. Um, I mean, do you think that's a fair comment, Amar? That we are a little bit light in midfield, in terms of the, the physical side of it?
2: Yeah, as I say, with, with Kim and... Leah play together. they got, They've got that balance to the midfield. So yeah, I mean, I'm been impressed with what I've seen from Frida so far. But yeah, I mean, it's still very early days. But if, as you say, if the guys, Andreas made a good point. If one of them were to get injured, then yeah, I maybe could go and tap into the market in the winter and look for somebody. But at the moment, I think it's it's okay. But let's just hope that nobody gets injured. I guess isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean that, that's that's obviously always the key, isn't it? I guess in all your key positions, you don't want your, your top players to be injured there. Um, and if they if they're not, then you are going to got more chance of doing well. I mean, did you feel that would be okay in that position, Matt, then sort of that enforcer in midfield? Do you think we've got enough at the moment, or do you think maybe later on we may have to look at that area if, if we do get injured?
3: That was probably one of my questions in the transfer market: is do they have enough midfields, uh to cover? Um, Although, because when we went to the Champions League list, uh, they only named four midfielders. The, left, the rest of them were all classed as strikers. So that was a bit of a confusing one. But we've got, I think, with the women's game, as it I've seen it, a lot more aggressive than the men's. Uh, so I think they're all willing to fight for each other. They're all willing to. They're a lot more versatile as well. That they can work yeah. in that area. Uh, there's also the youth academy as well. So I think the next windows in January. So if there is a case for maybe a loan spell or something like that to the end of the season, I won't. I don't think they would turn around and say no. Let's not do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, Daniel in the chat there said um, he thinks we need one more physical player in midfield. I mean, possibly. I think at the moment, um, we, we seem OK at the moment, don't we, the way things have been going. And, you know, we certainly stood up to the physical challenge against Chelsea last week with the midfield that we had. Um, and yeah, you may be right, actually, Matt. They, a lot of them are sort of, we may be considering midfield players, but they may be attacking players, aren't they? Iwa you, for example, she played in midfield. Last week, she's more of a, you'd almost consider her to be a, an attacking player, wouldn't you? Uh You know, Jordan Nobbs, when she's back, she's more of an attacking player than a defensive midfield player. Yeah. And we do seem to have a lot of those type of players, which is good from an attacking point of view. But maybe defensively, when we're in the big games against more physical teams, if we've got injuries, we could possibly come under threat. But I think at the moment, like you said, Leah Walsh is great. Kim Little's great in there. And we've got one or two others that can step in been there as well as, as we've seen so yeah i mean we'll see uh, i suppose as, as it pans out i mean you can't legislate for injuries all the time can you i mean you, wow. you can only have so many players in your squad you can't keep bringing players in and being in case people get injured because it's not that we work like that is it so um no. but, I, but i think we're okay and yes i think we'll miss van der donk to a certain degree but i think the yeah. way has coming to replace her anyway hasn't she and the others uh, right? are quite good um that she can come in and I'm not she's a different oh. squad player but you know she could maybe come in and um in the squad and maybe have replaced um uh Dock a little bit perhaps um, is that frida
2: did we talk about frida just then
0: no um iwabocchi oh right yes yeah yeah she's kind of actually forward it, sort of a, a similar type of role maybe in the team i suppose but yeah i mean maybe freedom manham as well because she's kind of um yeah come into that position as well so we have yeah. kind of strength there haven't we as, as well over the summer so but yeah. yeah i mean i suppose you're always at the mercy of injuries aren't you i guess um that's the way it goes i mean daniel says there the current positive um is that they all close pockets and try to win all the balls as a team exactly that's what we did well against chelsea didn't we you know we we, we were winning or well, closing down early winning the ball back high up the pitch and you know that kind of compensates maybe for certain other aspects of the team maybe that we don't quite have as as we'd like, perhaps. And and that was a great to see, actually, wasn't it? The way that we did that on Sunday. And if Absolutely. we keep doing that against the big teams all the way through the season, then we're gonna we're gonna do well, aren't we? We're gonna be there or thereabouts. I mean, Andreas, what what are your kind of thoughts in terms of the team lineup for Sunday? Obviously, bearing in mind we played Thursday quite a strong lineup. Do you think he's gonna make too many changes from that, or do you think he might go with a similar team that played against Chelsea, for example?
1: No, I think he will rotate uh, on Sunday. Uh, I could imagine that that uh, Anna Patton will start, and maybe in central defense, Leah and Lotta, so that Jen mm-hmm. gets get some rest. Maybe, uh, yeah. Uh, it, you always have to start Kim. Oh yeah, <laughs> Leah um, and 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 with, Maybe uh, maybe Keats will will get uh, uh, a chance in the starting lineup. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Jonas will rotate, but it's it's dangerous. Uh, you yeah. can't rotate too much because uh, it's it's very early in the season, so uh, it's not not everything is is just uh, fit inside. So it needs it need more more matches um, for for the automatism, and so well oh, you said it it's a tricky match and yeah. it's a quick score an early goal this would help yeah.
0: yeah no i mean our early goals always help don't they uh, scoring first really is is, <laughs> is, is is important especially when you're away from home but yeah it, i think it's it's quite a tricky one i think for for jonas this weekend actually because like you said if we rest too many players we could end up coming unstuck in the game uh, and if we don't rest players and they might have played too much they risk getting injured um, it's, it's a very tricky one, actually. I, I'm not quite sure what's going to be the best thing to do. I mean, we want to make sure we win the game. That's the most Definitely. important thing. Um, I mean, Amar, what are you thinking? Do you think he's going to make quite a lot of changes from the Chelsea game, for example? Oh, well, yeah, that's
2: we... it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, to, to throw another name into the mix, I mean, we haven't really talked about her that much. You know, who could play in the midfield is... Victoria Schnada back. I mean, what's happened to her? She was pretty good when she was playing for the team as well under Joe and she's had two serious injuries now so I don't know when he when she has to come back he, I don't know how, where where Jonas will look to fit her in the team so she could play that role if somebody like Leo or Kim was to get injured but um, with regards to changes for Sunday I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I would probably go along with what Andreas was saying keep a few of the girls that played but maybe look to just give keep some fresh legs Especially with you know with, with the internationals coming and you don't want players to get injured there. So yeah, I mean we'll see what happens. But maybe four or five at best. But yeah, he'll know what he wants to get out of the game and hopefully he'll uh field the best uh, team to get the win. Obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean I've got I've got faith that he he will pick the team that he thinks can win the game definitely. And we have got a good squad. You know we you that know we're really? not missing that many with injuries at the minute. As obviously boys a new injury and. Obviously, Jordan Nobbs is out. But other than it that, that, we don't right see right. too many injuries, do we? Which is, which is useful. So, he's got a lot of options. And we've got players who, who are quite flexible, can play different positions as well. So, he can rotate. I mean, what are you thinking, Matt? What are you expecting the team to be? Do you think it's going to be a lot of changes from Thursday night? Or will he stick to the core of that team, do you think?
3: It's quite a hard one, really. Because yeah. the, uh, let alone the goalkeeping situation with Manu and Lydia uh, that would be there's always good to have two decent goalkeepers um again with the fit, uh, fitness i um, i think with the champions league and the wsl we've got five substitutes so that's yeah, where yeah. probably the f- uh, fatigue is probably less likely to come in yeah uh, because they're yeah. more likely to go oh hold on we got th- this game hold on you need to come off at uh, this time to make sure you're more rested for the for the next game um yeah. They're also going to want to, I think it will be sort of maybe uh, it might be a similar line up to what we saw against Chelsea, um, or it might be maybe change it to a 4-3-3 instead of the 4-4-2 diamond, which we saw. But then again, with that, that formation could be anything. It could be a 4-5-1. It could be a 4-3-3. It could be anything you want it to be. So they've got that. He's got that flexibility that um yeah. maybe tobin heath comes in that's what uh, i was thinking is tobin heath
0: going to be ready to mean, this daniel's weekend? asked that in the chat is, is he available what i heard was i don't know how true this is because of the internationals coming up that they said it wasn't worth her flying from america here for one day yes. to fly back so i think they're going to wait until after the international break to for her to be available i don't know if that's 100 correct that's the last i heard was that you know because of all the covid stuff her flying from america to england to play one game and then fly back for the internationals they thought that may not be a good idea so i did hear that she wasn't going to be available until after the internationals but yeah, right. I, I don't know for certain if that's the case it makes sense when i heard it i thought actually yeah that probably does make sense that you know we want to see her in the team obviously yes yeah. um But maybe we might have to wait a little bit longer i mean daniel actually asked a question there he says um my question is if captain little is out who's going to fill that place sure, yeah. i mean it's a bit like Viv, isn't it? When you've got a player that important, when they're out of the team, it's almost impossible to replace them, isn't it? Because you're not going to have two players of that quality in your squad. You are not, you? just don't have it. So, unfortunately, if, if um, Kim Little was out for any length of time, it's going to be difficult for someone to come in and, and take her role because she's a yes. unique player on what she offers. And we don't really have another player like that. I would probably be. I mean... Yeah. Jan has made a point there about uh, about Katie McCabe. She thinks McCabe yeah. play for that role. I think for one or two games, you could maybe throw her in. And I think, you know, she she would make them runs forward that Kim Little makes, get into the box, you can finish. Um, yeah. As long as we don't get any penalties, because Kim Little's the only one who can take penalties. So, <laughs> she's yeah. out. you don't want any penalties because it'll be a waste of time. So, let, let her take the penalties. But, yeah, I mean, well, what do you think we would do, Andreas, and if, if Kim Little was out for a while, who do you think would maybe fill in oh. for it? It's difficult, isn't it?
1: yeah uh, very difficult because she's she's the heart of the team
2: yeah she's uh, yeah, it hobby absolutely. But,
1: but she's she's outstanding and she's oh brilliant what you did no she's she's working but, but she's the heart the center of the team and you see the difference when kim little is not playing and mm. when he's playing it's it's a totally different team and uh, i hope that uh, she retired from from the national team yes but we'll will give her her time to rest and during the yeah. breaks, she can, she can have rehab and everything. So uh, I hope uh, she she will go through the season without injuries. But uh, yeah. who, who can play her role? Maybe Frida or or Katie. But it's tough.
2: Possibly Leah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but,
1: yeah. but, but uh, it's tough, it is, isn't it?
0: it? It is tough, isn't it? It's, yeah, so it's, it's like it, it's, if 5th doesn't play, who can really play her role? Nobody. Indeed, yeah. You don't have a player like that. Do you, in the squad? That's yeah. unfortunately when you've got great players, when they're not playing, you don't have anybody who can do that job because they're unique and great players, aren't they? So yeah, it would be. I'd be really worried actually if she got a serious injury. It Oof. would be a big problem, wouldn't it? And let's hope and pray yeah. that that doesn't happen. Luckily, yeah. she doesn't really suffer that many injuries generally. That's true, she? she hasn't done. Which is not good, not serious no. injury. anyway. So, I mean, who would you want to see there then, I Say, for example, if she was missing,
2: who cool. do you think can come in and do that job? It's, it's, t- it's tough, she's, isn't it? It's very tough. I mean, she's like, it's like she's almost irreplaceable there now, which she the way she just keeps the team ticking over, what she contributes is yeah, yeah. in taking penalties. I mean, with like, <laughs> that midfield tree with Leah and Jordan, and, well, with Jordan now, I mean, it would be tough, tough to see Leah on her own. But as you say, Frida, I mean, another one who hasn't to mix is, forward but she doesn't really play much as a midfielder so i don't know uh yeah possibly somebody who's not used to playing that position could take that role but as i agree with what the other guys are saying it would be extremely difficult to replace her
0: it would yeah i mean we just got hope and pray like a few other players that don't get injured really i mean that would be a problem wouldn't it matt if uh if kim little was was missing because she's an amazing player isn't she
3: yeah, she is, and when she was playing in the Olympics, you could see that she was she brought something different to the team. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit; it would be a bit of a shame, but if if it was someone in case of just a captaincy, um, you would probably look towards the Leah Leah um, Katie McAv as well, Um yes. those sort of players to take that captain's armband. But I don't think you can go well, like, for, like for like for players like Kim Little. No, no.
0: No, oh, you definitely can't. I mean, there's nobody like her anyway. I don't think even if if when she finally retires, it's going to be difficult to find a player to actually come in that we can buy it somewhere else. Yeah, there's really? not many players like her around, is there? That's the problem. And, you know, as, as I said, the same with Viv really. So we just got to hope yeah. that they, they stay as long as possible. Uh, yeah. And we, you know, we try and win as much as we can while they're still playing because they're going to be very difficult to to replace but let's hope we don't have to worry about that for now but yeah it is a problem i mean any key player who gets injured is is a problem i mean we've had one or two injuries out of ourselves the last sort of few years and it's caused us to to maybe not be as competitive as we would have liked to have been on the back of it so we just have to hope they don't get injured i mean kim puts herself about you know i'm surprised she doesn't get more injuries actually you know she's put so much into every game doesn't she that you'd imagine at some point she may do and that may explain awesome. why she retired from international football, as you said, because she wants to keep herself fresher for for playing for Arsenal, which is which is great news for us, obviously. Uh, not so much for Scotland, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, they'll have to cope, won't they? Uh, with yeah,
2: our, like, our former boss in charge now as well. So yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, that's right. Pedro. So, right, so, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, so but uh, it's good that she's that she's done that from our point of view, anyway. and Hopefully, we can um, enjoy performances for another few years yet, hopefully. and Absolutely. And um, before we finish, I really want to kind of get a score prediction for the Reading game. Andreas, yes. what's your score prediction for, uh, for Reading?
1: Three, four. Yes. Four, score prediction, okay. Uh, let's be optimistic again
0: and we'll win 3-1. Three, 3-1, one. Three, one. well, that'd be alright, that'd be wouldn't it? I'll take a 3-1. I think with the week we've had the traveling and stuff like that. I um, what are you thinking for the score well, position? I think pretty much along
2: the same lines. 3-1 as well, actually.
0: You go 3-1, yeah. That, that's, yeah. that, seems, that seems fair. What about you, Matt? Are you going to make it another 3-1? Or do you
3: it? <laughs> well, every time I predict something, it goes in it's just definitely the wrong way. So <laughs> Last last time, I predicted nil 0-0, knowing that um, it wasn't going to be 0-0. I've, I've predicted 1-0 this time, but it will probably Ooh. be an Arsenal win. I think maybe 2-1 but I would stick with one or because I don't want to be wrong. I'd, I'd rather be wrong than proven right. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Well,
0: like, if you game 1-1, one, one, we hope you, we all hope you're wrong as well because we won't <laughs>
3: be <laughs> um But you,
0: you did say a draw last week, didn't you, in it, when we won? So let's hope the same will happen again this week. Um, I mean, it is going to be. I think it's a, it's a difficult game, actually. No, it's maybe, tough. Yeah, and yeah, um, maybe in a sense it's, it's lucky that, you know, we come off the game on Thursday and we're not playing a Chelsea or a Man City. We're playing one of the weaker teams if you like that that makes that much difference i suppose but i guess it's you know it could have been a worse fixture to have come back from prague to i guess but they did drop points there last year as we said um and i thought they played well last week actually i thought they had a decent game against man united so it's not going to be easy but (laughs) i I do feel we have got enough quality in the final third to to win this game and um i'm not sure whether reading will score actually i know we, we tend to give away the odd opportunity here and there we we end up sometimes defensively we're our own worst enemy aren't we teams sometimes we give them opportunities and yeah. rather than make them earn them so um i don't want reading to score i think we'll keep a clean sheet this week i'm going to go two nil i think we'll just have enough i think we'll get the goals maybe one in each half i think we will probably get another one at least <laughs> um, uh, and uh, i don't know maybe you might get one as well because um you know, she's always likely to do something a bit different. So she might come up with a goal as well. So I think she scored. Was it last season? She scored against Reading, didn't she, for Aston Villa? I think was that the goal. Ooh, she, probably. She came from about thirty
2: yards, didn't she? I'm, I'm sure that was against something Reading. Like I think it was against Brewer
3: Reading. Was that up goal one of the player of the, uh, the sorry goal, goals of the seasons or something as well? That one. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was about yeah. thirty yards, wasn't it? In the top corner. It was a fantastic. Yeah, it was from yeah again for Villa. That's right. Yeah, so something like that are going to be nice. So I think she might score and uh, and Viv as well. Mm-hmm. 101 goals, that'll be there and that'll be nice. Yeah, so yeah. On her way to the 200 already. So, um, but no, I mean, I think I think we're fairly confident that we should be able to win. It's just it's, yes. the timing of it isn't ideal, is it, I suppose, with, with the week oh. that we've had. And of course, then it's an international break, isn't it? So we don't play again for a couple of weeks before mm-hmm. the Man City game. So um, a tough game to come back to after the internationals as well, isn't it? So, uh, and that's a big game but we can talk about that obviously next time look Absolutely. ahead to that game and um obviously look back on the reading game and and look at the internationals as well so like lo- loads coming up of course um as well when it comes to the women so um brilliant to have you guys back on again oh, Andreas. thanks for coming on you enjoyed to it again see you guys
2: too. Yeah. thanks for having me again no no worries so did you enjoy it i did you enjoy coming yes will no, be good yeah, i hope you could do more of the same as the season progresses yeah
0: no exactly i'm looking to make this a regular show um because it's it's great to talk about the women they're doing really well it's really good and you know it's great to have guys like yourselves on who um are really passionate about and knowledgeable as well it's it's great for the show as well um uh, and matt did you enjoy that as well again
3: yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. I don't know about the knowledgeable bit on my side, but <laughs> <I get it.
0: laughs> you've got some great knowledgeable stuff that you, that you bring to the show. It's great to, to have you on. So, um, I mean, we'll have to see about next week. Obviously, there's no game next, next weekend. No. To look back on. So we may do something, <laughs> or otherwise we'll do maybe the week before the Man City game, perhaps. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys know anyway, um, but we'll definitely keep this going throughout the season because, you know, I think it's massively important that we do. Daniel's pretty confident there. He's going 4-0. Um <laughs> fair enough. You know, we won we seen the win final quite a lot recently, so maybe we will. Um he asked yeah, there, how yeah. do you rate Iribachi's passing and creativity? Is it enough um to increase her creativity? I mean, I think at the minute she's um you can see the quality that she's got and it's come yeah, through yeah. at certain times. I think she's still settling in a little bit and I think that it's gonna take time. Um yeah, sure. But I've been impressed with what I've seen so far. I've, I think there's more to come from her. And I think that's that's a good thing as well, isn't it? I mean, what are you thinking, Andreas, about Iwabuchi? You, you've been quite happy with what she's done so
1: far. She had a good start uh, here, and, and I think, uh, yeah, the the time at Villa, uh, she's too good for for such a team. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, And so far, her connection with with is very good, and uh, she had a good preseason. So I think we'll we'll see a lot. Uh, of her, she she is a good good offense uh, midfielder. She is an attacker and she can score goals. So yeah, yeah. so far I think uh, she she made a good job in the first matches, but we'll see more from her. She she will fit very good in the team.
0: Yeah, no, I think so. Actually, against Chelsea, I thought you know she showed a little bit more kind of steal as well she was getting stuck in winning tackles and stuff like that as well wasn't she at times in that game as well as having the, the the passing and creativity i mean brilliant assist for the third goal i know it was offside but a lovely little first time ball wasn't it around the outside um so yeah i am really happy with what she's done so far what are your thoughts Amar, on uh um influence so far
2: well, I haven't seen too much of her from what from the games, but from what I know, yeah, she does add that. spark just and going forward. She links up the play very well. She obviously knows Viv from her days of Bayern. So, yeah, I mean, and with, Nick, with Keats and Beth and all the great attacking players who are forward, she's definitely capable of providing, being explosive in that regard. So, I mean, yeah, she's a perfect, uh, perfect um, player to have in that situation. So, yeah, she's definitely one who could break a game saying if, Break a game up, uh, if say if we are lacking that bit of spark in the final third or something, so no, I mean from yeah. what I've seen so far, I've been impressed. So long may it continue.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's had a good start. It is still early
2: days. I so say I'm sure it's very to Come from her, and let's yeah. hope it is. I mean,
0: have you been impressed with her, match so far? What you've seen?
3: Oh yes, Uh the goal against PSV. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I, 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 no, I just beautiful. stood up and shouted, take a bow because that was just such a say. good goal. Yeah. Um. The way the way she plays is unbelievable. She, it's almost like she can do anything on that pitch. When you go yeah. out on that, and although she's an attacking player, she's willing to do the defensive stuff. She's ready to be a bit more aggressive when needed. To um, I think yeah. the best bit about it was probably as Andreas has already talked about is the fact that she came to Villa first and then decided to make that step up to the Arsenal. Um, yes just to get used to the league and see what it's about it might take her a little a few more weeks or so her to get used to being in that team still because there's been players that's been away but she's already found her feet here and she's probably going to be quite a regular hopefully over the next coming seasons
0: yeah, yeah, no, I, I think so, yeah. And and obviously another player who maybe did a similar thing was obviously Tobin Heath as well. She played for Man United last season. Sure, yeah. got, an, got an experience at the WSL and now has come to Arsenal hopefully to it really push on. So we could see both of those two have a big influence actually as the season goes on. And yes, maybe we're slightly overloaded with attacking options actually when you look at it. Uh, and maybe not quite so many defensive options in midfield as we've already mentioned. So maybe that balance will, will be a problem perhaps at some point in the season. Let's hope not um but at the end of the day, if we're going to score three or four or five goals every week it doesn't matter too much <laughs> how doing, does it in the wsl no, no, no. So, um we can just enjoy the ride can't we? winning five four and stuff like that i'm sure it'll be good um no. so if last week's anything to go by we're in for a exciting season aren't we which is which it's it's like. um and a comment here from hemlock girl says brilliant thanks So no, thank you for tuning in as well don't forget if you haven't subscribed to the channel please do so because i do cover the arsenal women as well uh, we'd be doing this show on a regular basis i do the watch alongs of the games as well I can't, unfortunately, do a watch-along Sunday because I'm doing a great north run and I won't be back in time. Oh,
2: good luck with that one. No, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing, doing the with do you
0: no. live in the Newcastle area then? I do, yeah. I live in Newcastle now, yeah. Oh, nice, Newcastle. Nice. I've been in Newcastle about three years now. So oh, nice. um, I miss London a bit, but it's not uh, <laughs> up here. And <laughs> so I'm doing that this weekend. It's the third oh, time really I've done it, actually. So I won't be able to I uh, hopefully catch a bit of the game in the second half, maybe, by the time I'm back and stuff like that. Um, so I won't be able to do any coverage of that live. I will probably put a, a match review on afterwards. So yeah. um, I am doing a watch on the Arsenal-Norwich game tomorrow, obviously, if that's interesting to anyone, Yeah, hopefully we can get our season up and running for the men as well tomorrow with a, with a win against Norwich. If we can't beat Norwich at home, then we've got problems. That's, that's <laughs> Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, Don't
3: even um, want to think about that game. No, no, us not no, even...
0: Exactly. <laughs> <I> <laughs> we've got a few players back from injury so hopefully that's good no that's good yeah and let's hope we can get a win that'll be nice and uh Say a win for the men on Saturday, a win for the women on Sunday, will be a good weekend all round. And if I get around the great North Front, it'll be a decent weekend for me. <laughs> um, so okay. that's what I'm saying. But yeah, so there's loads of stuff coming up on the channel. I do cover a lot of the women, so please subscribe, give this a like if you've enjoyed the show. Stay yeah. tuned because next week, or I don't know if it'll be next week or a week after, but we'll definitely be back with this show sure. on a regular basis throughout the season with, with you guys. There's a couple of other people, obviously, Harry will be back on as well at some point, and we've got Samantha wants to come on as well. so We'll get different people involved as well. It's gonna be good. Keep the show going. It's gonna be Absolutely. great. So um thanks for everybody for supporting the channel. I say thanks to you guys. Thanks to Andreas again. It's been an absolute pleasure. Enjoy your weekend and enjoy the game on the on well Saturday if you watch Saturday's game and Sunday as well. And um same for you, Amar, great to have you on the channel for the first yeah, time. time. We yeah. welcome back again, definitely no problem at all. And say so enjoy the game at the weekend and, and Matt as well, again, brilliant to have you on. Thanks yeah, for coming thank on and having me on. No, no problem at all it's been an absolute pleasure um and i say we will obviously hopefully have a good weekend uh, w- watching some arsenal victories be nice again hopefully. Hopefully. women will win not quite sure so sure about the men but it's an opportunity for them to win a game finally as well as it? get a goal or two, which would be nice so um but yeah so thanks to all you guys for watching please subscribe and like the video before you go thanks to the panel as always and we will see you I'll be back on the channel tomorrow for the Norwich game, so tune in for that. About quarter to three, I'll go live for the for the game against Norwich, and we will speak again very soon. Right, uh, big weekend, come on, yeah, yeah. weekend.
3: on guys, Come on. on, Arsenal. Bye. Bye.